my sweet friends. I feel so fortunate that you're joining me for season two of the Failing Awesomely podcast. My hope is that you can find encouragement while listening to my personal stories of overcoming life's obstacles, whether you're chasing big dreams or just trying to make it through the day as a mama of little ones. I'm excited to bring my friends along to inspire you with their stories as well. Let's empower one another to stop selling ourselves short, stop the negative self-talk, and focus on what makes us awesome, because we all are. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and it's time we start believing that. Welcome back to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I'm Lindsay Garcia, your host, and I try, I really do try, to release episodes every Wednesday, but... On Good Friday, April 2nd, I ended up in the hospital. Ah, And I know that sounds scary, especially if you have been following along for a while and you know my story. For anybody who is new and joining us, welcome. Thank you for listening and taking time out of your day to listen to my little show. I really appreciate it. But I have a history of a short history of having breast cancer last year, and I'm in remission. I am cancer-free. Praise the good Lord. But anytime somebody in, in my position says, I ended up in the hospital, well, I guess really anybody. If you say you've ended up in the hospital, especially 2020, 21, you know, we're still in a, a, a global pandemic. You know, everybody's going to have some, some concerns for sure. But especially in my case, hearing... Anybody is in the hospital, not not too great. But uh, for me, on Thursday, April the 1st, and Friday, Good Friday, April 2nd, I was having dizzy spells, lightheadedness, especially with movement. I was feeling nauseous. I just was not feeling myself at all. And I'm a, a pretty good water drinker, but I've been dealing with anxiety a lot. So sometimes with that, I wonder, am I really drinking enough? I don't know. Have I eaten enough? I'm not sure. You know, your head's really flooded with a lot of different bunch of other stuff that that you don't want it to be flooded with. Um, so sometimes you forget, you, you forget to drink enough or eat enough. And I'm not too sure it, some of my blood work showed that that could have definitely been a possibility, but I was basically feeling this way for two whole days, and at one point, I had to actually sit on my kitchen floor while I was trying to cook a meal for my boys because my vision started to kind of go dark, and I, I just I had to sit down to let that pass and um, decided to go to urgent care, went to urgent care. They you know, because of my history with breast cancer and because I am on hormone therapy, they wanted to do all these tests just to make sure I was okay. They did an EKG. They did a lot of blood work. And in my blood work, something that um, was elevated was my D-dimer. And that can be a possible red flag for blood clots. Now, there is a lot of different reasons that your D-dimer can be elevated, but that's what they were most concerned about because of my symptoms and also because my hormone therapy puts me at a slightly higher risk for blood clots. 
So for that reason, they immediately sent me to the ER where a lot more tests were done. I had a scan done, more blood work, another EKG. Everything came out okay. It did show that I might have been a little bit dehydrated, but nothing was really adding up to how I was feeling. So it could be trauma. I could have had a panic attack. And for some reason, I was just sort of suppressing all those feelings. You know, when when, when you have a lot of anxiety, your body is eventually going to tell you you can't you can't keep going like this. You can't you can't keep operating this way. And it's going to give you all the signs that you need to take a beat and slow down. And that's what my body did. I do just to be transparent, I do have an ultrasound that I have to have later in this week just to make absolutely sure that there's no sign of a blood clot forming in my legs. We know that there's nothing in my chest um, or anywhere else, but and I'm not showing any signs of a blood clot forming in my legs, but they just want to do an ultrasound to make absolutely 100% sure we can rule that out. But, um, you know, it also could be my medication. It could be side effects from the medication that I'm on. So uh, the good news is I'm okay. Um, I, I no longer feel lightheaded, dizzy, or nauseous right now. And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they'll find nothing and that we just have to manage my anxiety. I have been in my head <laughs> so much this year, and I need to focus more on rhythm restoration that was developed by Dr. Tiffany. If you did not have a chance to listen to last week's episode, it's episode 36. Do yourself a favor and listen to it. It was incredible. So eye-opening. Dr. Tiffany is a psychologist. She works specifically with uh, combat veterans who have come back from war And she's coming out with a book this July called Peace After Combat. She is just amazing. And she developed this practice called Rhythm Restoration that helps to realign your flesh to your soul and your soul to your spirit to combat this anxiety and trauma and all this stuff that we're flooding our heads and not focusing on the good that that God has laid before us in our lives. We need to be in alignment with our spirit in order to fully live the life that God has planned out for us. And if you want to catch up on my anxiety and that whole debacle, (laughs) visit episode 34. I talk a lot about it on that episode, episode 34. I had a thought the other day, and that thought was, wow, I'm Martha. Like the Martha from the Gospels, Luke 10, 38 through 42 that Martha. I'm Martha if Martha was a squirrel. So if you're if you're listening to this, you have no idea what the story of Martha is. In in the Gospels, Jesus and his disciples are going to Martha's house. They're going to stay with Martha for a little bit. She invites Jesus in. Her sister Mary is there. And Jesus starts teaching and talking. And Mary is there at his feet, just listening to his every word. And Martha is slaving away, making a meal for all of these guests in her home. And she comes out and says, Jesus, don't you think it's 
it's rude. Don't you think it's wrong for my sister to just be sitting here and not helping me in the kitchen while I'm slaving away, making this big meal for everybody? And Jesus stops her so graciously and so lovingly and so gently and says, Martha, you are so worried about the things that you need to do. Mary has decided to listen to my teaching. Mary has chosen the right path and it will not be taken from her. And that's the thing. I want to be Mary, but I'm constantly starting five different things that I think that I have to do in the day. Yet I also get distracted. I get distracted so easily and sidetracked. And that's where the squirrel in me comes in. That's why I'm Martha as a squirrel. And some of you might be thinking, how, gosh, how can this girl function? And I hear you. Some days, I don't know. But I'm striving to be more like Mary in this Martha world because I want, I want to be ready for Jesus. I want to be found waiting for him. Oh, Lord, I've been, Lord, I've been ready for you. I'm here at your feet. I don't want to be caught busy. But Lord, Lord, you've given me new life. And there's just so many things to do. There's two kids that need three meals and 500 snacks a day. There's a house that needs cleaned. And it's needed organized for years. There's laundry that needs put away. And there might even be laundry that's needed to be put in the dryer since yesterday. Because squirrel. There's a podcast I love and feel you have called me to do, but sometimes after the kids go to bed, I am exhausted. There are playdates that are scheduled that are equally as good for my soul as my kids. So we, we know I'm not going to cancel those. There's time with my husband that we both need when he's home in order to thrive in our marriage. And I'm so glad that we make that time. But sometimes I feel like when my husband is home, that's the only time I can truly catch up on anything else. And for anybody who is new, my husband works for an airline. So when he's working, he is gone. He is away from the home for three to six days at a time. And then he comes home for one to four days typically. It's usually more like two or three. And then he goes back out on the road for three to six days. So when he's away, I want to accomplish so much more so that when he's home, we can just spend time as a family. But the hard part about that is when you have kids as young as mine, five and two, they're not in school full time. They need so much of me, so much of my energy that it's really hard to accomplish a lot throughout the day when my husband isn't home. And then when he gets home, that is the time that I can be like, okay, babe, can you take the kids so that I can finish this project and this project? But it's it's hard. It's a struggle because I, I, I want to just all spend time as a family and just have that quality time. There's also the creative work with my home decor business I have with my mom that I'm starting to carve out time for again. We're starting to do all of these live Facebook sales that I I'm really, really love and they've been great. But it's, it's one other thing. 
You know, there's doctor's appointments, especially for me, soccer games and practices now that are so fun, but it's, it's one more thing. There are articles to read, Pinterest projects to make, educational crafts and reading with my boys. There are devotionals to read. There are workouts to complete. There's medication to take. There is time with you. And I know, Lord, that my time with you is most important. But my life, my endless list of duties, but not just that, you know, so much of it brings me great joy, like my kiddos and my husband, this show, this podcast. You know, I don't like the word balance at all. I really, really don't. But it's a word that exists. So, Lord, what's the balance? I've asked this of God, and you know what the Lord says? He said to me, don't worry about trying to balance. Because just like you can never earn salvation, you can never balance enough of all of your responsibilities to get it all done. You're not going to. But you can make the right choices. And the Lord knows that you have to feed your kids every day and you have to raise them. You should take care of your home. You should take care of yourself and spend good quality time with your spouse and your friends. You should do these things. But where do you start your days? And whom do you start them with? I think the best way to keep our Martha in check is to begin the day like Mary. We might Martha up the rest of the day, but when we begin it like Mary, at the feet of Jesus, and read his word. I can promise you, because I know this to be true, even when I don't always follow it myself, like lately. My days that start like Mary are my best days. And somehow, some way, by some miracle, I get more done. My aunt, we call her shoe. She always reminds me of this family friend who says, isn't that the Lord? And that's what I think to myself on those what seem like miracle days. Isn't that the Lord? He will fully provide all of your needs. You just have to trust in him completely. And I feel guilty because I'm having such a hard time with that lately. And I know The enemy is attacking me. I know something big is coming. I know the enemy wants to distract me from fulfilling God's will for my life. But he can't. And if you're feeling that way too, if you feel like something's coming, if you feel attacked, if you feel distracted, if you are feeling like it is so hard for you to get through the day or you you are just not worthy, you you oh my gosh, how how can I accomplish all these things, Lord? How can I keep up? How can I be that perfect mom? Well, you can't. And guess what? Satan also can't wreck it. He can't wreck God's will for your life. You need to get out of your own way and let God. And that goes for the enemy captivating our minds as well and distracting us 
and making us worry and fearful about the future or making us worry or fearful about our health or the health of our kids or the safety of our kids or the safety of our spouse and the health of our spouse, the safety and health of our parents, of our friends, of people in other parts of the world. That is not of God. And when you start the day like Mary, the Lord will captivate your thoughts. Not only will he direct your steps, but he will captivate your thoughts. So friends, in our trust and obedience to the Lord, there is the only path to freedom, to true freedom. Like it says in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 and 18. I love this verse. It's one of the very few verses I have memorized. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And that's you. That's you. If you're listening to this, and you have claimed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you have asked him to make a home in your heart, and to save you, and spend eternal life with him, if that's you, that Spirit is within you. He lives in you. That freedom you already have. You just need to redirect your focus. So that's why when we start our days at the feet of Jesus, we get more accomplished. That's why we're more calm when we turn to him in prayer before lashing out at our kids. That's why we can live out that Ephesians 3.20 life. All glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. We don't have to. To try, y'all. Trust that he will do it and he will do it. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, he says. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Woo! Did you hear that? Did you just hear that? All you have to do is start your day with Jesus. Do me a favor. As long as you're not driving right now, grab a pen and a paper. Go old school. And at the top, write to-do list. And underneath that, write time with Jesus. And that's it. See where he takes you, even if just for a day. All of you who are, who are way more Martha than I am even, just give, me, just give me one day. Really listen and follow his lead. And I'm going to do the same. Ugh, my sweet friends, thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day to spend it with me. If you enjoyed the show, it would be such an honor and a blessing if you would subscribe to Failing Awesomely and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you know this episode would resonate with a friend or a family member, I would just love it if you would share it with them. Tomorrow on Failing Awesomely, another episode is coming out on release day on Wednesday, 
you will get to hear my interview with one of my best friends, the beautiful and crazy talented Rachel Bradshaw. We talk about everything, including, of course, working with her family on the new hit reality show, The Bradshaw Bunch on E! It's an amazing treat, y'all. And you'll really get to hear Rachel's beautiful heart and why she's one of my best. Sweet friends, I hope you make the choice to start today with Jesus. Be well, be awesome.